0: Hey, hey, friend, even though homeschooling is becoming more accepted in our culture and society, it's still not the norm. And we can still sometimes get some side eyes, get some comments. You know, you go into the grocery store and that checkout clerk makes a comment like, oh, I didn't know today was a holiday. (laughs) And you're like, "Uh, I didn't either. What holiday is it? And then you realize, oh, they're talking about your children that are with you. So we can still get some comments, some side eyes, some people just kind of wondering. But it is becoming more accepted. woot. But for us homeschool moms, not all of us are used to, let's say, marching to the beat of our own drum. We don't all have the thickest skin. We can sometimes become easily swayed by other people. We're going to dive in today's episode. We're going to talk about three people, and I'm putting "people" in quotes. So three people. That you, homeschool mom, you can quit caring about what they think today. And I'm going to tell you that on the other side of this not caring about what these people say and think about us homeschooling, there is so much freedom. And so let's dive into that in today's episode. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool podcast, where you can get out of survival mode If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Twelve years ago, I started looking into homeschooling, and I was looking for the right way to homeschool and was so easily influenced by these three people. And I'm going to, right now I'm doing air quotes. So every time I say people, I want you to do air quotes. And in just a minute here, I'm going to tell you what these three different entities are and you're going to understand why I'm putting them in air quotes. But at that time, when I was first looking into homeschooling and in my early homeschool years, I was very influenced by this on pretty much probably almost a daily basis. And this was before the dawn of the internet. Okay, there was the internet, but there was no searching. There was nothing like there is right now. I mean, I remember when Facebook even became a thing. I know, I'm so old. But let's just realize that, you know, all of this influence that we have now with the internet, it makes it even harder not to get caught up into caring about what these different people, what these different entities, these three different things say and giving them influence and a certain level of power or control over our homeschool decisions, whether those are decisions that we make for our daily basis or overall for our homeschool, or even to decide to homeschool. When I stepped into the world of homeschooling, it was completely new. I felt really ill-equipped, and I didn't have any resources. And the fact that I was so easily influenced and swayed by others... It led to the fact that in homeschooling, my kids suffered, I suffered, and also my marriage suffered because of the way that I was approaching homeschool and also making decisions based upon the influence of others as opposed to what's best for my family and making that a priority over even my marriage. I was very easily swayed and influenced and out of... That feeling and out of that season in my life, that is where Clarify Your Homeschool was born. My step-by-step course where I walk you through establishing and giving clarity to your homeschool. Maybe you've been homeschooling a little bit and you're saying, I don't feel clear at all. Basically, I ordered some curriculum Lee and I'm just following what it's saying. And there's no joy in my homeschool or I'm trying to have joy There's frustration. There is just overall, we just, what's the purpose of even this homeschooling? Yeah, I took my kid out of school or I never sent them. I just started them here in kindergarten with homeschooling. But what's what's so great about this, Lee? Tell me what's so great about this. Girlfriend, we're going to do that in Clarify Your Homeschool. You can head to clarifyyourhomeschool.com. I created this step-by-step because I want you. I want you, homeschool mom. I want you, no one else. I want you. To clarify your homeschool, and I'm going to work with you. I'm your cheerleader that I never had. I didn't have anybody saying, yes, that is okay to do. Let's do that. Try it out. And out of all of that, Clarify Your Homeschool was born because I have seen through my own struggles that there is a different way to homeschool. There is an entire homeschool lifestyle that your family can live. And let's work together and let's figure out what does that look like overall What does that look like for this year? What does it look like for this month? What does it look like for this day? What does it look like for each individual child? So head on over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com for way more details than I can even share right here, right now. But let's dive into this episode and talk about three people, remember the air quotes people, that you as a homeschool mom, you can quit caring about. Forget about these people and these things today, because on the other side of it is enormous freedom and joy and peace in your homeschool. Are you ready for number one? The first one, the first thing, people, entity that you need to stop caring about is others. Stop wondering what others are thinking about your homeschool. These could be people that are in the homeschool world and it could be people that are outside the homeschool world. So let's separate those two out. Let's start with talking about people who are in the homeschool world and being concerned about what they think about your homeschool. I'm gonna ask you this question, mom, why are you? Why do you care what somebody else that's homeschooling thinks about your homeschooling? Do you feel like she's judging you? Do you feel like she's secretly condemning you? Do you feel like she doesn't think you're doing things right? To be honest, probably not because we need to realize that people don't think about us as much as we think they think about us. Now, yeah, maybe you get together with another homeschool or you're at your co-op and you feel like a mom there is kind of giving you giving you a look. She doesn't really seem to approve. Well, does that overall, does that matter if she does or not? Maybe that's her personality. Maybe she just isn't a very smiley, cheerful person. <laughs> but if you feel like there's something between you two that she's not liking, go ahead, pull her aside and ask her and say, hey, I kind of feel like there, you have some concerns about my homeschool. Give her an opportunity to say so. And if she does have some concerns and voices that, then you get to decide what you're going to do with that information. If she's a good close friend, then maybe it's something to consider. But most likely you may have misinterpreted the situation or she will be completely shocked that you have, in a very kind way, in a nice way, have approached and asked her and she probably will not say anything. Most of the time, for us women... When it comes to judging another woman, it has more to do with our own insecurities than it does with the, that other woman's, uh, with her life at all, basically. We see somebody and we'll say, oh, well, at least she, you know, she doesn't do this well. She doesn't do that well. Because in our minds, we're trying to cut her down because we feel some insecurity uh, in those different areas of hers. And that's, I mean, this is, all that's a whole nother topic and something I, I actually do enjoy talking about. We can dive into that in another episode. But when it comes to others within the homeschool realm, homeschool world, we don't need to worry about what they think about our homeschooling. Our focus is to do what is best for our family, our children, for you yourself, for your marriage. So for your overall household, what is the best thing that you need to do? What is God calling you to do and to carry out in your homeschool? Do that. And you're going to let that other mom, you're going to let her do that. You're going to assume she is has the same focus and she is following what God wants for her to do in her family. And that other homeschool mom on the other side over there, just assume the best. Assume that they are doing what they need to do. And we need to not judge or make assumptions about each other. Use one another as a resource. You can see what she's doing if you like something and ask, how do you implement that or Hey, it seems like you're always able to get to co-op on time. I'm really struggling with that. What do you do in order to get yourself to co-op on time? Find out from her, see what she does. And maybe some of her ideas will be something that can be helpful in your homeschool. But overall, when it comes to homeschooling, let's go into it with assuming that each of us are doing our thing that we know we need to do on a daily basis, yearly basis with our children and not worry about what anybody thinks, how you're doing it. Maybe your style and approach is different than your friends. That's okay. You can still be friends. Now let's talk about those outside of the homeschool realm and what they could be thinking or saying or how they're reacting to us homeschooling. And this goes back to just realizing that they don't understand. They And they might never understand unless they homeschool. They haven't felt this calling from God or this conviction that this is what they need to do for their family. And therefore, what you are doing is you are stepping out of the norm and you by doing that can make other people feel uncomfortable. It makes them start to question their decisions that they are making for their family or they have made for their family. And we need to not let those influence what we do. Let's not say, you know, I'm feeling a little bit of pressure from family members. I might send my kid back to school. Mm -mm, Nope, don't do it. You send your kids maybe back to public school if God's calling you to do that. You don't do that just because of pressure from other people. Understand that this is something that you and your husband, that you need to work out and decide that this is what you're going to do. And don't let others, other people that are in the homeschool world, other people that are outside the homeschool world, don't let them influence. Quit caring what they think about how you are raising your children. And obviously I am speaking within the realm of not doing anything illegal or immoral or anything like that. I'm talking about the type of curriculum you use, the different style of homeschool that you do, the hours that you homeschool, your schedule, your trips and vacations and your field trips. I'm talking about that kind of stuff. Nothing that is illegal or immoral. But when it comes to just, just how we carry out our homeschool, let's stop caring what other people think. Let's use those in the homeschool realm, in the homeschool world as resources. For great information, and those that are outside, you can if you want. I've done other episodes as well talking about this. If you feel that you need to kind of talk to them about how you homeschool because it's a close family member or a friend, go ahead, but understand you don't owe you don't owe anybody an explanation. You don't owe that uh, checkout clerk at the grocery store who says, "Oh, I didn't realize it was a holiday." You can say, "Oh, we homeschool," and if they have anything negative to say, let it wash right off your back. If your kids hear it, make sure you talk about it later on and explain that they just don't understand. And that's okay. And don't care. Don't care what that person thinks, because you talk to them for one minute while you got your groceries. They moved on with their life, girlfriend, move on with your life. Okay, let's go into number two, the second, again, in quotes, person, the second person that us homeschool moms need to quit caring about what they think. And this is the state. Now, when I say the state, it can be the state, your state government, your state homeschool regulations, it could be your uh, local school district. This is also very dependent upon which state you live in, and whether you have um, loosey-goosey kind of regulations, or you have tighter regulations. Two states that we have homeschooled in have both been pretty strict with regulations, and so I've had a lot of contact with the local uh, school district, because that's who we send our information, our reports, and all that kind of stuff into. And you know what? I don't really care what they think about my homeschool. I am respectful as we all as homeschoolers should be, we should be respectful because we're not only representing our family, we're also representing homeschooling as a whole. So in your school district, whatever um, contact that you have with um, the school district or the state, make sure you're respectful because it reflects not only just you, but it reflects upon others as well. And so when I say the state not to, not to, to, basically to quit caring what they think is, let's not go above and beyond. Let's know our state homeschool regulations. Let's meet those regulations. And then let's move on with life. <laughs> let's not spend so much time. Let's not take time away from our family, our children, and the rest of our lives by focusing on sending in this perfect, amazing portfolio. I remember when we homeschooled another state, somebody showing me their portfolio. And they were very proud of it. And that's, again, I'm not judging. This is the way that this person wanted to do it. And I was like, wow, I'm in really big trouble here because I don't want to do that. First of all, (laughs) I don't want to spend that much time on some type of portfolio. I was like, I just want to do what I have to do. Took the time, read the state regulations. I knew what was required of me. And I sent in the bare minimum. And guess what? That homeschool mom, she got her homeschool year checked off. And guess what? I got my homeschool year checked off too. And that's okay. So when it comes to the state, like I go, I send in my information. I, if you are a state, you have to drop it off or you have to mail it. You can email it, whatever it is. Go and do that thing and then not worry about it. Meet the requirements, meet the standards that you need to do. And then not worry about them. Don't worry about what the state thinks about your homeschool because... They probably don't really care, <laughs> to be honest. They don't care too much. They're just trying to, especially if it's a local school district, they are required by law to take care of your paperwork and they're trying to just meet their their regulations that the you know whole state as a whole has upon them. So basically, meet your regulations. Do what you need to do. Move on with life. Recognize that there's a reason why you stepped out of the state school system. You're not looking to please them. You're not looking to send in perfect test scores. You're not looking to show them that they got their kids got A's on all of their tests. That's a whole system that we have stepped away from and was not required of us anymore. Do what you need to and then move on with life and spend more of that time and energy on your family as opposed to caring what the state thinks. And the third one, ooh, this one's going to be a juicy one. And this isn't a person, there are people behind this one. So I'm just going to throw it out there to you and then we're going to dive into this one. The third thing, mama, as a homeschool mom, you need to quit caring about what it thinks about you is your curriculum. And I know curriculum can't think anything about you, but you need to quit caring about the curriculum. The curriculum is there to serve your family, not for you to serve it. If you ordered a curriculum, you absolutely love what you saw online, ordered it, and it came with every bell and whistle and test and quiz and uh, experiment and a book list, additional book list of 100 books. And you're looking at it, and you're like, oh, wow, um, this is just for history. <laughs> what about science and math and English and all the other subjects and things we wanted to do? Mama, you don't need to care about what it says. I want you to take a look at that curriculum. And I want you to decide what is best for your family to do in it. Maybe that means that history, we're just going to use history as an example. Maybe it means that you just really enjoy the history textbook, we'll say, the main book in the curriculum. Just read that. Have discussions and conversations with your children afterwards. Do it in your morning time and then just talk about it. And guess what? You accomplished history today. Congratulations. Just because a curriculum comes with all kinds of things, you don't need to follow it to a T. Did your mind just like, does it just like, wait, what? What did you say, Lee? We have to understand that these curriculum publishers and education is looked at in one certain way. Well, how am I going to know what my child knows? Surely they have to have a test in order to... No, mm -mm. you can just ask your child. So what do you know about this? (laughs) You can have ongoing conversations about this history curriculum. We're just going to stick with the history. There doesn't necessarily need a test to do such a thing. So understand that when it comes to the curriculum, You don't have to worry about or care about what it says, what the whole, whole long list of it, the syllabus, the scope and sequence. You don't have to do all of it. I give you permission not to. Actually, I encourage you not to do everything that every piece of curriculum has come with. Did you get that? Don't do everything. Because if you do, you are going to be so overwhelmed. Your child is going to be so overwhelmed and your mindset is actually stuck in the state school system mindset as well. And this is a huge thing, absolutely huge, that I work with the moms and clarify your homeschool with. It's this readjustment. We do a 180, 90 degree, maybe 90 degree turn <laughs> or 180, whatever it is. We just do like, I think either of those can apply here. We just do a turn. I ex- am able to expose like, this is what the state school system is is meant to do and how it's doing it. And this is what homeschooling can do. And everyone's like, whoa, look at that. And so when it comes to the curriculum, a lot of it is written and still comes from one perspective, especially if you are following uh, certain styles of homeschooling. And so today I give you absolute permission to not care what the curriculum or the curriculum publishers or the writer of the curriculum says that you need to do. Quit caring because guess what? There's freedom on the other side. And that's what I promised you. Quit caring about what others in and outside the homeschool world think. Quit caring what the state thinks. Quit caring about what the curriculum thinks. And guess what's on the other side of that? Freedom. Freedom to homeschool in the way that best serves your family, in the best way that serves each individual child, and helps you to achieve those goals, the vision, what you want your children to be. Who are the young adults that you want to be launching out into the world from your home. That's what we should be caring about. That is what we should be focused on. Not what others think, not what the state thinks, and not what our curriculum thinks. Again, curriculum is a good resource and it's something that we can use, but don't don't feel like you have to serve it because you don't have to. It is there to serve you, to come alongside you as you help educate and help your children to grow into a love of learning. So what do you think, mama? Are any of those three things, are they? do they have influence or power over you and your homeschool or your mindset when it comes to homeschool, your approach, your day-to-day as to what you're thinking about when it comes to homeschooling? Or even if you say you live in a state that's a bit more regulated and it comes to, I have to do quarterly reports. Is this something that's like a dark cloud that comes over and you care? Don't, don't let it, let this old homeschool mom tell you, Mm -mm. Take a couple minutes, fill out that quarterly report, send it in, because guess what? They're going to send back to you the same exact thing they would have sent to you if you spent hours on that quarterly report. If you spend 10 minutes or you spend an hour, they're going to send the same response saying, oh, congratulations. Good job. Thanks for sending it in. And they've moved on. So mama, move on too. And while you're at it, you can move on over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com. Get into the course, mama. If these things are things that are hanging over your head I can assure you, I promise, I guarantee you, we're going to expose these different areas and way more, and we're going to get you to a point where you wake up in the morning and you say, I know what our goal is for homeschool. I'm not dreading this day. Yeah, there's still going to be days that we're be like, wow, I got a lot to do. I've got a lot to accomplish. I have a bunch of young kids. I have three, four, five kids that are all elementary or younger. That's a lot. I understand. I, I completely remember those days. But it can be so overwhelming when they're younger, or even if you have one child, especially that you maybe have brought home from the public school, and there's a de-schooling that you need to do, say they're in fourth grade or something, and you have this deschooling process, you have this readjustment that needs to be done in your mind as well as in their mind when it comes to education. All of these things are topics that we talk about in Clarify Your Homeschool. So go ahead over and get started today. But I hope that right now, this moment, Mama, you overall are feeling some freedom. Maybe you have a little pep to your step. You're feeling a lightness as you walk saying, Lee just told me I don't need to care about these things. And guess what? You don't need to care about those things. There is great freedom on the other side. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening today.